Hello and welcome to Encounter Church Cape Town. We're so excited that you can join us for this message and we speak God's abundant blessing upon you, your families and all of your spheres of influence as you do so. Enjoy as you engage with God. Good morning Encounter Church. Once again, it's such a privilege to be able to share the Word of God with you this morning and to be able to connect using technology, if not in person. And yeah, really trusting that what I have uh, to share with you this morning, it will be something really encouraging. I think we really need to encourage each other um, all the time and all the more, um, as the Gospel says, um, as we see the day of the Lord approaching, and especially at these times that we would be an encouragement to each other. So I want to pick up a word this morning that actually comes from um, from what Colin spoke on last week, where he really encouraged us in faith and in peace. And I want to pick up especially on faith again this morning. And in particular, I want to focus on how faith moves us into the promises of God. Because this is really a time when I think we are just so aware that we really need faith. We need to be a people of faith and we are a people of faith. And uh, we want to trust God that he's going to lead us in faith as well um, as we navigate these, these challenging times that are before us. So if you want to um, turn to Hebrews chapter 11, one of the most well-known uh, chapters uh, that deals with faith, let's, let's have a look at some of the verses there and get some insights as to what, what God wants to say to us um, through this. And um, we're going to look especially... Uh, just at the beginning, looking at how the Bible actually describes faith and then have a look at some examples that the Bible gives as well of some examples of faith and get some ideas for how this can actually influence us and how we respond and how we actually uh, live our lives in, in challenging times. So I'm going to read from Hebrews chapter 11, just verse 1 and 2 to start off with. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. It's so wonderful. They, the ancients, the, the people who've gone before us, were commended by God for their faith. And it's, it's just something beautiful. God loves faith, and he's, he's moved by faith as well. Um, but I want to really focus on how we can be moved by faith. But firstly, just looking at that understanding, what is faith? So the words that are used there, you, you would have seen words like confidence, hope, Assurance about what God has promised, not about what we can see or what we can deduce with our own minds, what we can even experience right now for ourselves. And actually, this really reminds me of uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, which says something very similar, but actually puts it in a, in a promise to us. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. I've been reading through Proverbs recently just because I think this is such an, a time when we really need wisdom of the Lord and just want to grow in wisdom. And um, what I've realized is that the first few chapters of Proverbs are really teaching us about wisdom, teaching us, um, teaching us about why wisdom is important and how we actually uh, move towards growing in wisdom. And what I was really surprised at seeing and, and just encouraged with as well was that 
um, those few, first few chapters really speak about wisdom flowing from our hearts and not from our minds, where we might think, or, or from our understanding. And so this in Proverbs 3, where it says, you know, that we need to trust in the Lord with all our hearts, not leaning um, into understanding or maybe the wisdom of the world or the knowledge of the world, but to trust him with our hearts. This is actually such a key thing that, um, you know, that faith and trust really comes from a place of peace in our hearts, which also comes from a confidence that we have in God's goodness and his faithfulness. So moving on in Hebrews 11, I want to jump ahead to verses 8 and 10 and look at a little story about Abraham. And I think Abraham is, is such a great example to look at when we want to talk about faith and a man of faith. Um, and let's just pick up some things um, that it says about Abraham here and his family. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place that he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And we'll pause there for a moment. Now, this is quite remarkable. There's quite a few things that we can pick up from this, but it also reminds me of um, how we actually see that, or Colin mentioned last week about Peter being a man who was moved by faith when he saw Jesus walking on the water and he was moved to get out of the boat and to step out because he was looking at Jesus, because he was watching and he, it was almost irresistible. He had to get out and he had to move. And so we see you know, that one of, the, uh, one of the characteristics of faith is faith being obedience, faith resulting in action, in movement that is in obedience to God, stepping out, maybe stepping out of our comfort zone. That's all a characteristic of faith. And we see Abraham actually doing that, even though he didn't know exactly where he was going, but he was going towards the promised land, the promises of God. And he was sure and confident enough in that, that he stepped out and he went ahead. Also, he took his whole family with him. So this was something that had a broader legacy so we see that faith actually leaves a legacy or an inheritance to our heirs. And we really want to trust God uh, for that as well, as we would be a people who would step out in faith, that it would, be, it would be actually something that would result in inheritance and legacy for those that come after us, um, that they would be heirs of, of this legacy of faith. And the third key thing that I see about faith just from these verses is that faith gives us permission to dream. Abraham was a dreamer. He dreamt of a city that was built and planned by God. And this is also such a key thing. You know, this was, he wasn't just dreaming of a city that he was planning and it never speaks about Abraham being an architect or a designer of cities, but he was dreaming of these things. And what's so key here was that he was dreaming with God. His dreams were in partnership with God. Um, and it's just such a beautiful picture of, of someone who was stepping out in their dreams and doing this with God. Um, and that's something that I think can really just excite us and encourage us at this time. There's many more examples of amazing people um, in Hebrews 11, but I want to just jump ahead and have a look at um, 
verses 13 to 16, and just a bit of a description here, and it actually says, All these people was, were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So once again, such a beautiful few verses and a great description of these people of faith. People of faith who were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. And although that, you know, this is actually quite a mystery in these verses because we see that they were longing for a heavenly country and a, and a, and a heavenly promises of God. But they were also stepping out in their natural in terms of seeing their own countries established according to the promises of God and seeing the environments around them actually transformed into the promises of God to reflect more of heaven. Um, at the same time as actually longing for that and knowing that they would only experience the fullness of that actually after this life. And so we can actually just learn so much from these people and see that. But what really struck me from these verses as well was that it says in verse 15 that if they had been thinking of the country that they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. And it's such an interesting thing, but you know, you, you can see almost... Um, that yeah, that God gives us the op the opportunity or the possibility to actually sometimes to say no, we're not going to press in. We're going to settle for what we've had, or we're going to just continue with the way things have been, and not press into something new. And it's quite a challenge, I think, especially if there's uncertainty, especially if we're not sure exactly what lies ahead of us. Um, but I also you know was reminded at the same time of a verse that comes a little bit later in Hebrews chapter twelve, which actually describes Jesus um, and when he went to the cross it actually says that um, he it, he actually endured the cross for the joy that was set before him and that's a scripture that always comes back to me and I was just thinking about you know anything that any trials that we go through any challenges that we go through what a challenge if Jesus could endure the cross because of the joy that was set before him because he knew what was coming because he had such faith and hope and excitement and and anticipation about what was to come, that it just put every other problem into uh, yeah in, into its rightful context. And um, we've thought about the Passover just recently as well, and as the people of Israel uh, would have come out from slavery and been set free from slavery. And you know, if you if you read what happened just in those first few days and first few weeks after they came out of Egypt wandering in the desert and it didn't take them very long before they started grumbling and some of the people were saying we would have been better off if we'd stayed in Egypt gone back to slavery some people wanted to go back to slavery because they thought that they were actually better off than being the free people wandering in the desert because they didn't know where they were going there was uncertainty even though they were pressing in towards the promises of God and so, yeah, journeying with God, life with God is a life of promises. The people of God um, of all time um, have been commended for their faith, for being people who pressed forward, for people who dreamt of something far greater and something far better than what they'd ever experienced. You know, I'm also so aware right now that the world is telling us that everything is changing or how you know, even as we as we come out of the um, the pandemic at the moment, that we can't expect things to be the same. 
Well, that might be true. I don't actually believe that everything is going to be different. Um, but certainly, I'm sure a lot of things will be different. And sometimes that can be unsettling or, you know, the uncertainty can make us afraid of things. But really, when we begin to press into God, I think that we can really see that this also presents huge challenges. Because if we think about the world that we have been living in, do we really want to go back to everything the way that it has been? Have we not been praying for changes? Have we not been interceding and prophesying that a time would come when so many things would change in our country? I've been encouraged recently to read um, just last week about the uh, incredible drops in the crime rate um, that's been happening, especially in Cape Town. And, you know, that even made international news. Um, and in a city that's been, unfortunately, so well known and, uh, and associated with, with gangsterism and, and crime and, uh, and really violent crimes, it's quite remarkable to see that in the last month that these stats and figures have really reduced dramatically. So who wants to go back to the time before this? Is it maybe a possibility that we could come out of this with some significant changes in our city, in our nation and, and across the world? And I want to put this challenge to us that we could actually begin to dream, begin to see the possibility and really just to be a people of faith and to, to step out into this new era. Um, I really believe that actually it's a time for us right now to begin to position ourselves in faith uh, for these moves of God. And, you know, it's, it's a season for us right now to dream, to listen to God, to reflect and maybe to take action, maybe to realign ourselves with the promises, with the things that he's already spoken for our own lives, for the church, uh, promises for our nation and, um, and the promises that, are, that exist in his word um, for all of us. And really just to encourage you as well, practically to make some time for this. If you've got time or if you've got some different time these days, uh, if your schedule is not taken up with other things that you would normally do, let's take some time to be those dreamers again, to to engage with God, to partner with Him, to, to dream with God, um, and to to look forward to some of the, the changes that we can see um, in our lives and in our society around us, and to begin to, to pray into this. When I mentioned the verse from Proverbs chapter 3, it says, In all your ways submit to the Lord, and He will make your paths straight. And what really struck me about that was about making the paths straight. You know, we could be a people who have promises in God, but we wander around in circles like the Israelites in the desert, or we just take lots of detours and dead ends until we get there. Or we, as we trust in God, as, the, as a people of faith, we could trust him to make straight paths that we would get there quickly, that we would enter into his promises quickly. And so I speak that over us and release that over us today, that this would even be a season for us for straight paths, for actually seeing shortcuts, the quickest ways, straightforward ways, without any obstacles, straight into the promises and the, and all the changes that God has for us um, and that he's promised for us. When I read Hebrews 11, I always think about uh, this, the, the well-known job, uh, Steve Jobs quote, um, which you probably all know, which is about, you know, here's to the crazy ones. And uh, have a look at that quote if you want to. But just the last lines of that quote I want to end off with, it says, those who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who usually do. And I just want to encourage us that, you know, that we would spend time dreaming with God, 
uh, dreaming about what the future looks like, dreaming about what this this new era does look like, and uh, and what how he wants to use us, how he wants to position us to be ready for it and to embrace it. So I'm going to just speak a word of blessing over us, a prayer of blessing as we as we end this, and uh, and trust God's goodness for you. So Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for encouragement. We thank you that you're always with us. Thank you that you've called us to be a people of faith. Thank you that you love faith, that you respond to faith as well. And thank you that your faith just moves us. As we look at you, as we spend time with you, as we hear your heartbeat, that we are moved to respond, Lord. So Father, I just pray right now that you would release dreams in our hearts, that you would revive dreams that have maybe grown cold and, and have been there a while. And Lord, that as we yeah, just renew our trust in you, that you would make our paths straight. We speak blessing right now over everyone who's listening to this message, over our families, over our communities. We speak health, wellness, prosperity, and all of your goodness. And more than anything else, your presence with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and hope to see you again soon. God bless. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you soon at a live Sunday morning meeting. Otherwise, please contact us and connect through our website, through Instagram, or through Facebook. God bless.